Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Turk, and I am so dang pumped that you are here. This is a space that is all about real, from the heart, for the soul chats designed to help other women like me fearlessly pursue their dreams, build habits that serve them, and chase after becoming the women that the Lord called them to be. I'm going to get really vulnerable with all my soul sisters out there as I share tangible tools that will help women build the lives that they've dreamed of for the glory of God. We are going to have a whole lot of fun, keep it super real, share in some really great words and fellowship, and take action together that will make us really freaking proud of the women that we are and the women that we are becoming. Buckle up, because here we go. We are doing the dang thing. Hey, Soul Sister, what is up? Happy Thursday, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Hey, Soul Sister podcast. I'm so pumped that you're here, as per usual, and honestly, like, we're just going to dive right into this thing. Um, I truly was not planning on doing this episode this week, but um, I got really excited, and I was like, no, we have to do it this week. So here we are. I'm sitting down. I'm recording this podcast. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so fun. Um, I had the idea to do a question and answer podcast. So basically I took to the Instagram um, and asked you guys if you would be interested in doing like a little question and answer where you submitted questions to me. And then I sat down with the questions and tried to answer as many of these questions as possible in like 20 to 25 minutes um, on the podcast. And you guys seemed pumped about it. So I'm pumped about it and we're going to do it. Um, If you don't follow me on Instagram, you know, subtle plug here, you can find me at Lindsay Marie Turk on Instagram and you can find the Hey Soul Sister podcast at Hey Soul Sis podcast. Um, Would love to hang out with you there. But without further ado, like let's dive in and start answering these questions. Just going to be really candid here. Um, I've done little to no basically none (laughs) preparation with the questions. So this is really just going to be you know, off the cuff. And hopefully I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit move um, and, you know, just have some good conversation. I'm going to try to get through as many of these questions as possible. Um, If you ask a question and I do not get to it, then I will save it. And someday in the future, we'll do this again and I will answer your question. So I'm going to answer basically just in the order that they were actually submitted. So that's kind of what we're rocking and rolling with out here. Um, first and foremost, what is one piece of advice you would give 15 year old you? Wow, that's tough. Um, I suddenly feel very old because I just realized that, um, I was 15, 11 years ago. So that's kind of crazy. Um, but I think, man, this is kind of a loaded question. I think first and foremost for my 15 year old self, just being really candid, um, I wish I would have listened to the mentors in my life more. Um, Honestly, 15-year-old me was not out and about in life making all of the best decisions. Uh, I was kind of going through a little bit of a rebellious moment in life at that age. And I look back and I truly just wish that... I had listened to my mentors and that I had not done that. I wish that um, I would have just aligned my heart more with the Lord and that I would have lived as he wanted me to live. Um, So that's probably the biggest thing. And then the other thing, a little less serious, is just to just to have fun and, and not to want to grow up so fast. Like I just so badly wanted to 
be bigger and badder and older than I was, but really just to enjoy the moment. And I think that's a piece of advice that's super applicable to all stages of life is just to enjoy where you're at because like there's just so much goodness that happens in in every season of life and every year of life. And I don't ever want that to pass me by. Like I really want to live in the moment and enjoy everything that I'm doing. So I guess that's what I would tell my 15-year-old self. All right, next up, um, it says, you seem so confident. How do you become more confident? Well, first off, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be really honest. I, I feel like for most of my life, I have portrayed myself as somebody that is very confident. And I think in, in a lot of ways I was and that I always have been. Um, but amidst being a confident person, um, I was very much so a people pleaser. And I was, I've tried in throughout many phases of my life to fit in with a lot of different people and to be accepted by everyone. And I finally just got over that and realized that, you know, I'm not for everyone and that is okay. Like I only want people in my life that fully love and accept me for me, the real me. Um, And so I don't want to waste my time being anything that I'm not. And that if I just stay true to myself, that I would find people that would be into that. And I know that I'm a lot. Um, fact, I am a little extra. I have, you know, all the things about me and I confidently own those because I am proud of who I am and I know that I am worthy. And I think a big part of confidence, I think to have self-confidence, you have to have God confidence. And I am so, the more that I've grown in my walk with God and my relationship with him, like I'm so confident in who he is. And because I am confident in who he is and his character, um, and how much he loves me, um, I can be confident in who he created me to be and to know that he will take care of me and bring me the people into my life that that I need and that need me and that will love and accept me for me. Um, and so I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, don't waste our, we don't need to waste our time being a people pleaser. Like you're, you're not going to be for everyone and that's okay. Um, but really just to, you know, find the people that, fully just love you and embrace you for who you are. Um, but the God confidence thing, man, that has been an absolute game changer. Um, so yeah. Okay, man, we're just gonna blow through these. Okay. Next question. What has been your biggest challenge on your faith journey? That's a good question. Um, I feel like every season (laughs) is a little bit different. First off, I want to point out that this question was asked as a faith journey. I really do think that faith is a journey because as we change in life, as we walk through different seasons, as we go through different things, we're really on a journey with God. And there is something to be learned in every season. And I truly think that as we, you know, walk through more things with God, like we increase our wisdom and our knowledge. Um, but we have to actively like seek that and lean on him. So it truly is a journey. That is not the question. And the question was, what is your, what has been my biggest challenge in my faith journey? Um, I guess the biggest thing, the thing that I come back to a lot is, um, (laughs) 
I'm a control freak. I truly am. Like I love to be in control. Um, I like to make sure that things are going well. And I am usually convinced that my way is the best way. (laughs) Just being very real. Um, But sometimes that's like a good thing, like in making plans with friends or planning a trip, you know, it's kind of a good thing to be a bit of a control freak, I think. Um, Or maybe that's just something that I tell myself. But in our walk with God, um, where that has been a challenge for me is that like just letting go and trusting him. And one of my favorite slogans, I don't really know what you would call it. Um, One of my favorite things about God is that even when I can't see his hands in my life, I can trust his heart. And so even when it seems like he's not doing something and I'm like waiting, I'm, I've talked about this a lot, but, um, I've spent, I'm coming out of like years of truly being in a season of what I would define as waiting. And the biggest thing that I learned in that was just to really like rely on him and to trust his heart and to know that he was working all things out for good, um, for his glory. And he was, you know, doing things that I couldn't see. But now when I look back, I know that he truly was. And I don't know, there was just so many lessons that I learned in that season. And so all of that to say, like, I feel like I've done a really good job at, letting go of being a control freak and really truly letting myself be led by God. But when things get hard, when I'm going through, you know, more of the struggles in life, like that's where I kind of like lean back to. And so that is always a challenge for me. Um, so that's probably the biggest one. Um, next question. Okay. This one's fun. Best Charlotte food scene. (laughs) Okay. So, um, if you're coming to Charlotte or if you live in Charlotte, my kind of my go-to is like, if I have somebody coming in town, I usually take them to one of two places. I either take them to Ruru's for tacos. Um, so good. Or there's a, it's called Heist Brewery in Noda. Um, even if you don't, drink beer if you're not into the brewery scene not your thing that's a-okay their food is freaking good like it is some fire food um so those are probably my two I have so many though um other other honorable mentions would be um the Dilworth tasting room Yamazuro sushi oh my goodness there are so many those are probably my go-tos I just I could go off on a tangent but we're gonna keep firing through these questions so (laughs) next up is okay this is a good question honestly I could probably do a whole podcast just on this question so maybe we'll do that um but for now we'll just talk through this but the question is how do you discern the holy spirit versus your own voice dang that really is a, a super good question. Um, my goodness. So I guess the biggest thing is, and kind of how I make a lot of decisions in my life, is that um, things from God bring peace. Um, if it's not from God, then there's like no peace in it. And so I've really found that if I'm questioning things in my life, decisions, you know, really, you know, struggling, going 
back and forth feeling like it's, you know, there's this like, I'm operating in this almost like gray space. Like, I really don't think that that's from God. Like anytime that I've really been struggling to make decisions, like I really pray for peace and I seek that peace that surpasses all understanding that um, is talked about in Philippians because, you know, it's like that thing where, you know, you're like, I can't really explain it, but I know that I'm not supposed to do this. Like that is, in my opinion, God, right? But Another thing is like, I don't know about you guys, but you know, I've never just felt like, man, God just straight up told me that. Like I've never in a dream had a vision and like God spoke to me and said, Lindsay, this is exactly what I'm thinking. This is exactly what you should do. Like I really, sometimes I wish all the time, honestly, I wish that that's, you know, how God spoke to me. But I feel like when my relationship with God is strong and I am spending time in his word that I am truly like leaning on him and seeking him in everything that I do, that I'm more inclined to like feel his presence. And, and then I feel like, you know, the right message comes in front of me at the right time. And that's not a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. Like that's God. Um, I think that he reveals a lot to me in his word. I think he reveals a lot to me through other people, um, which is why I think that having um, strong Christian community is so important because I feel like we get a lot of our godly wisdom through other um, believers. There's this uh, person, I can't even remember who it is. It'll come to me later. Um, describes having Christian community and like having wise counsel from friends. She says that they see through the fog that is created in your preferences and your longings. And so I feel like a lot of times, like I'm trying to convince myself of something because of what I prefer or what I'm longing or what I want, but people that aren't me don't have my preferences and my belongings. And I am really proud of the community that I have in my life that really does speak life into me and points me back to Jesus. Um, In Proverbs 11, I don't know the verse, but in Proverbs 11, it says, where there is no guidance, a person falls, but an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And so I think that, you know, if I have wise counsel in my life, like that, that's going to keep pointing me back to Jesus and just, you know, allowing me to rest in God's hand um, as I like really wait for him to, you know, open the right door. And I just, you know, I take steps. I, I pray for a lot of guidance. Um, and I think that, you know, one thing that I'm really learning right now is that sometimes it's really okay to like not do anything and to truly just wait. And like, I have some things going on in my life where like, I am so confident that God is calling me to do things. And I, I'm like, I don't question that, but I'm, I'm having a lot of questioning about like, what is the next step? Like, how do I move towards this thing that I think God is calling me to and I have no clarity on it. And so I think sometimes God's not hearing God's voice is God's voice saying, is God saying like, wait, but I can say that confidently because I, you know, know that I am working to discern, like to receive discernment from him. I'm digging into the word, um, all of the things. I hope that that answers the question. Again, I feel like I could have a better answer if I sat down and like organized thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, we'll do we'll, we'll do a podcast just about that cuz that's so good. That's a that's a loaded question. 
for sure. Um, okay, moving on. What have you learned while dating? Wow, <laughs> a lot. So um, I've been out of college for goodness, almost five years. That's crazy. Literally five years next month. That is bonkers. And I was in a relationship at the end of college. And then that ended not long after I graduated college. And then I've been single and or dating like since then. And I think one of the biggest things that I learned was last year, um, well, at the end of 2020, beginning of 2021, I was in a relationship. And that relationship was not the right relationship for me. I'm confident in that. But one of the biggest things that being in that specific relationship showed me and taught me and that the Lord really, I think, was like the purpose of this relationship in my life was him showing me that the standard I have for you know, my future husband, like it exists, like the quality of person, the strong values, you know, so many of these, like in my like non-negotiable characteristics, like they do exist in a man. And so not to waver and not to settle because, you know, I would rather, you know, just live my life, me and God and be single than be married to the wrong person. And so to just like confidently wait, knowing that, what I want and what I deserve is out there. So I think that's one of the biggest things that I've learned. Um, But I highly encourage anyone that is single to put yourself out there and date because as much as we learn about, you know, what we want in a future partner, I think one of the coolest things about dating is how much you learn about yourself. Um, because you know, you're growing closer to another person. Um, and it just really, I don't know, I just feel like I've learned so much about myself, especially in that relationship that I was in. I learned a lot about how to better communicate and, um, and not just in, in a, you know, romantic relationship, but in all types of relationships. And it just really allowed me a lot of like, internal reflection. And then I also have learned so much to just lean on God. And I've also learned that my relationship with God is enough and that no other relationship on this earth and having a husband and, you know, being a a mom and all of the things like none of those things that I really want and that I have such strong desires for, like those aren't going to fill me up. Like my relationship with with God does fill me up and it has to be number one. Um, and and through dating, like a, just a lot of different things that have happened have just reminded me of that over and over again. So next, favorite and least favorite part of adulting. All right, uh, least favorite part, uh, doing laundry. <laughs> Like for real, I actually hate doing laundry. I miss I miss being like ten years old and my mom doing my laundry for me. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but other than that, um, sometimes I just wish I didn't have any responsibilities. Um, just that I could just do exactly what I wanted to do and not have a worry in the world about you know paying bills and just you know staying on track in life, like those just things that we have to do as adults. Like I just wish that I didn't have to worry about them and that would just be awesome. So those are, I mean, laundry is real, but the other one, the other one's a little bit better. But my favorite part, man, sometimes it's just so cool 
to step back from life and to look around and to just see like, wow, like I'm doing a really cool thing and I'm achieving all of the things that like 13 year old me dreamt about. Like I went to college, I graduated, I've, I have a really cool job. I have a career. I'm back in school. Like there's just so many things that I look around and I'm like, wow, these are truly, truly answered prayers for my life. And how freaking cool is that? And then I, you know, look at the fact I look at where I live and, you know, the life that I'm living, the friends that I have, and I'm just really proud of myself. And so I think it's just really cool as an adult to just look around and remember like what your younger self dreamt about and how you're living that dream and living those answered prayers. It's really cool. If you don't do that frequently, I highly encourage it. It makes you feel like you're not just like winging it through life. Um, like it sometimes feels, (laughs) um, all right. Up next, what do you want to do post seminary? This is a great question. Um, I have a really big heart for young adults, specifically like, and by young adults, I guess the the better way to say it is like post-college graduate to young parents. So, you know, people in their 20s and 30s, I feel like once you're a parent, you receive a lot more support, especially from like the the church as a whole. Um, There's just a lot of ministering that happens to parents and then of course, like children. But we go through our whole life being supported and being having so many opportunities to get plugged in to things like clubs, sports, theater. I remember walking through my um, college student union and, you know, every single day, like there was just like people were just inviting me to things. It was like different ministries, different clubs, intramural sports, like they're handing you pieces of paper or having you scan a QR code or telling you to come eat free pizza And it's just like being thrown in your face, like all of these ways to get involved and ways to have community. But then we graduate college and like we just don't get support and we don't get the type of support that that we need. And it's hard because nobody truly prepares us for these like initial, especially post-grad years. And so my heart is like truly with the people like those of us that are in our 20s and 30s. And wanting to be in ministry, serving them, uh, specifically in the Charlotte area. So I have a lot of um, different ideas of what that could potentially look like, but I'm truly leaning on God um, to kind of lead me where he needs me and to open the right doors and close the wrong ones that are before me to get me to where he needs to go. Cause I really feel like I had this God sized dream on my heart. Um, and I'm not exactly sure where it's going to lead, but it's very exciting and I can't wait to see where it does lead. So yeah, but I'm also like very open and I pray daily that if I'm wrong about this whole young adult thing, that he takes that off my heart, um, or opens the, the right door. So that's where we're at right now. Okay. Um, let's see. We'll do two more questions. What is God teaching you right now? Ooh, that's a good one. So my word coming into 2022, I pick a word for the year every year. My word coming into this year, I just felt it was, I felt so strongly God was, was I, I mean, I don't just choose this word. I pray about it a lot um, and really lean on God and, and what he wants to teach me in any given year. And the word that I chose for this year that I felt like God was um, just bringing to me was peace. 
And I think the biggest thing that I'm learning right now is just to rest in in his peace. I was in a long season of waiting um, for from the time that I graduated college till the beginning of last year. And then last year was just a lot of change happening in my life. And I feel like this year, God is just teaching me to just like rest and to just enjoy where I am at and to rest in his peace, knowing that he will work it all out for his good and for his glory and that I will be taken care of and loved on. And so I'm really just learning to rest in that peace. Um, and it's so beautiful, truly just a beautiful time. All right. And last question. This is a big question. Um, could probably do a whole podcast just on this. So the question or this, what was put in the box says, I want to build my rebuild my relationship with God but I don't know how to get started again. So the question I'm assuming is how do you rebuild your relationship with God? Um, That's a really great question. Uh, That is truly one of the things that I'm so passionate about with, with young adults specifically is people that grew up in the church, but then stepped away from their faith um, in college or high school in their early adulthood. Um, I just feel like that is very, very common and it, it, it's hard. Like, it's hard to be like, I really want God back in my life, but like, I don't know where to get started. This is something that I walked through. Um, I did kind of step away from my faith in college. Um, I did not take my relationship with the Lord seriously. And then coming back, like out of like graduating college, moving to Charlotte, um, I just so longed for purpose and belonging and, and the Lord to be back in my life. And so um, I think that the biggest, biggest thing to rebuild your relationship with God is to seek him. And to, and to how you do that is to, to read the Bible. Um, just start small. Don't do anything crazy. Open up a gospel um, or Psalms or Proverbs. Just open the Bible um, to, and to stories that you're familiar with and just reintroduce yourself to those stories and really ask questions. Get a good devotional. I think that that really helps. A um, Hundred Days of Brave by Annie F. Downs was amazing for me. Um, the, all of the Jesus Callings are really good. Uh, Sadie Robertson Huff has a couple of really, really good devotions. So find a good devotional that will help guide you and kind of, you know, get you thinking about God and, and where you see him moving in your life. And then through those devotions, there's always like a verse of the day kind of thing. And so I would recommend going into the book of the Bible where that verse comes from and just read that chapter. And, you know, if you're asking questions, like Google it or ask, get a mentor and ask a friend. But I really think it's, it's that simple. It's like, it's that, that is where you begin is you have to seek him and you seek him through his word. I think going to church on Sundays um, can it be hard to get up on Sunday morning? Yes. But um, prioritizing that time and to and being taught, very important. And then find a good church, find a strong um, biblical teaching church, no prosperity gospel or anything like really, truly like a Bible driven church and join a, join a, a Bible study, a small group. If they have a young adult ministry, start going to that. Um, but especially just get in community with other Christians who are going to 
point you back to Jesus in all areas of your life. I mean, those are those are the the biggest things. And pray. Like just talk to God. Tell him what you're feeling. Like he's there and he knows, but he wants to hear from you. He wants you to talk to him. And so talk to him, um, ask him for help and, and really just lean on him and all that you're doing. Um, I think that those are the biggest things and, and know that, you know, I'm praying for you. There are so many people that are praying for you and I just highly encourage you to, um, just get started and then it, it'll grow and it, it takes time, but, um, it's so worth it. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my biggest piece of advice. So um, on that note, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. This was really fun. Um, I hope that you guys enjoy this. It, let me know what your thoughts are. I would love to hear if this is something that you want to do more of, just kind of like rapid fire Q&A as much as we can do in about 25 minutes. Um, yeah, this was super fun. Thank you guys so much for just being a really amazing community um, for just always being there for sharing the podcast. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast. If you share it with um, a girlfriend, if, if you have someone in your life that needs this, please share it with them. Share it on social media, like it, review it, all the things. Follow us on Instagram. Um, you guys are truly an amazing community and you make this so much fun for me to do. Um, and it's just beautiful to hear how God is is using this podcast to, to speak to people. So um, with that being said, know that I love you so much. I'm praying for you. And as always, I'm rooting for your girlfriend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, girlfriend. If you love this episode and it's really resonating with you, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with one of your soul sisters or share it on your social media and tag me so I can reach out and thank you for helping to get the message out. I am the most dang thankful that we are on this journey together to become really freaking proud of the women that we are and the women that we are becoming. We are doing the dang thing, and I can't wait to see where it takes.